Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from New York City in the Drunk Gossip Studios. Uh, I'm San's co-host today because, of course, Mandy had to go back to her real life, unfortunately. Um, but we had so much fun filming, or not filming, recording the last episode. Thank you guys so much for responding and letting us know how much you loved it. Um, today, I am drinking some sake. Um, I'll be doing some writing later, so you never know what kind of crazy twists are going to come out of this drinking. Uh, let's talk about DJ Khaled. I'm not saying his name right. I don't care. I don't like the man. I think he's gross and a douchebag. Now that that's out of the way, let's talk about why he's gross and a douchebag. So, <clears throat> uh, a couple of days ago, he was trending on Twitter. And I never really pay attention to celebrities that turn because, you know, there's always something. So, um, you know, I didn't really pay attention. And then as I was reading the gossip sites, I read about why he was trending. In 2014, he actually did an interview with The Breakfast Club here in New York City. They're a radio show. Where he admitted that he doesn't eat his wife's taco. And his reasoning is so misogynistic and horrible that I just have to read the full statement to you um, and then we'll talk about it. He said, you gotta understand, I'm the Don, I'm the king. It's different rules for men. We the king. So there's some things y'all might not want to do, but it gotta be done. Oh, it gotta get done, excuse me. I just can't do what you want me to do. I just can't. Um, yeah. So, putting aside the the fact that he won't reciprocate oral sex with his wife, let's talk about his English. It is horrid. I mean, I get it. Like, that's the culture. Um, but even Kanye West can string together... A coherent sentence and manage not to piss off half of his fan base okay that's not true he's still he he can man, he can manage to put together a sentence but he still pisses off half his fan base which but i mean at least he can make a coherent sentence at least kanye has some talent i know i'm gonna get a lot of flack for that but i don't like kanye I don't listen to his music. I hate covering him, especially after he married um, Kim Kardashian. But the man definitely knows what he's doing. He knows how to put rhymes together. He knows how to structure a song. I honestly... I, I'm sure I've heard a DJ Khaled song. But why? Um... And I hear people snarking, oh, you're being so mean. Um, but l- l- let's unpack the whole I the King remark. It- it's been a while since I've had a serious relationship. But if my partner, if my boyfriend said to me, I the King, you suck my dick, and you get no reciprocation, I'd be like, mm, okay then, there's the door. You have two hands. You can take care of your damn self. Um, 
so, I really don't understand what the issue is. Like, and he seems to be the only one. Evan Rachel Wood from Westworld came out and said, you know, you don't know what you're missing. Smash Mouth. Let this sink in. Smash Mouth called him out on his foolery. When Smash Mouth is calling you out, you're doing something wrong. I, I, I can't stress that enough. If Smash Mouth is calling you out, you need to rethink your life. You really need to rethink about all those things that you hold dear. You may be the king, but Smash Mouth just dethroned you. It, you know, it, it, some of the commenters on the story that I read were like, well, maybe it was a mutual decision. And, and it very well could be. We're not in the couple. But why talk about your damn sex life to the world? Your children are going to hear this. Army Hammer wouldn't show his penis and call me by your name because he didn't want his kids to be teased and he didn't want them to be taunted with, oh, we seen your daddy's penis. So DJ Khaled obviously doesn't give a damn that his kid is going to be taunted about him not going down on his wife. I need some more sake. I'll be right back. I'm back. And I have one thing to say. Damn it, Taylor Swift. Uh, that was from Andy. Um, long, long story about a dream she had. And how evil Taylor Swift is. And speaking of Taylor Swift. Let us talk about... Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> it, it, it seems funny to to do that segue, but, you know, I do what I do. Um, so, Sebastian Stan is out um, doing some promo for Avengers Infinity War, which is really, really, really good, by the way. Um, thank you, Meg, for taking me. No, it was not a date, people. Get your minds out of the hetero gutter. Um, let uh, let me get back on track here. Sebastian Stan was, is doing interviews for Infinity War, and um, I don't even know how it was brought up because it, like the question doesn't to me like it didn't seem like anything related, but it, um, Sebastian Stan was like I was really worried about Tom during his relationship with Taylor Swift because, you know, it was just so fast and raw and whatever. And no, he wasn't describing the sex. Although I am sure that there are a lot of people out there right now just writing um, slash fiction, which is male, male erotica, about Loki and the Winter Soldier teaming up for some fast and raw action. Or they could be just doing the actors, Sebastian Stan and Tom Hiddleston. And if you're writing some, please send me a link, because I want to read it. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, he was talking about how when Hiddleston was with Swift, 
it was just like this big thing and then you know they were always together and they were globe trotting it was like a romance novel brought to life and i don't think either one of them got anything out of the relationship other than hilson losing out on the chance to play bond james bond and i did not i totally didn't mean to do it that way but i'm so glad i did um, and whew, I just lost my train of thought. Um, um, so Hiddleston lost the chance to play James Bond because of his relationship with Taylor. And the truth of the matter is that there was always a very real chance that Daniel Craig was going to sign up for another movie. All they needed to do was back up that damn money truck and offer him whatever. I'm kind of hoping that they kill him, kill James Bond in this next movie, and then do a whole new reboot, like maybe a teenage James Bond. And by the way, that is trademarked and copyrighted and whatever. And you can go ahead and sue me now. Um. So anyway, so he made these comments, and I can never say her name. It's the lead actress, Prika something or another. Um, I love her. I think she's a great actress. I just can never remember how to pronounce her name. My apologies, madam. Um, But she was sitting on the interview, too, and she had to chug her drink to keep from saying something. And I'm pretty sure I know what she was thinking. She was being dirty. And she was thinking about that raw and fast Tom Hiddleston and Sebastian Stan sex. Because, I mean, who isn't thinking about that? I mean, I am all hot and bothered. And it, it is not even because of the weather outside. I promise you that. I mean, good lord. And this episode has quickly gone downhill. I mean, I didn't know what... I don't know what I expected when... My first story was about a a two-bit musician not going down on his wife, but I didn't think it was going to go down this fast. Oh, my Lord. Bad pun. Excuse the pun, please. Um, Did not mean that. Okay, I meant that a little bit. I'm going to go get some more sake. I'm back. And keeping with the degenerate sex theme, we're going to talk about Roseanne and Stormy Daniels' Twitter fight. This this is one that just has to go into the companion book. I'm sorry, like, you can skip that chapter. I promise I will not be upset with you if you do. But this is just so ridiculous. So, <clears throat> we have Roseanne in one corner looking Trump's butthole and being Roseanne. Um, I, I understand she has a mental illness. I understand that, you know... She has issues, whatever, but she's Roseanne. In the other corner, we have Stormy Daniels, who's willing to make fun of herself. She was just on Saturday Night Live um, with probably the best line ever. Uh, The line was, I know you don't believe in climate change, but a storm... Climate change, but a a storm is a Bruin. Loved it, loved everything about it. Um, 
If you haven't seen the cold open, go to TV Line, go to YouTube, wherever you watch, and, and watch the cold open. It, it is one of the funniest things I've seen. Um, so, people were dragging Stormy for whatever reason, and one called her classless. Um, one lady called her classless for some unknown reason, other than I mean, the only reason I can think of is because. Um, Stormy, the Stormy Daniels story is the one scandal, which really confounds my mind, that Trump hasn't been able to wiggle his way out of. It's like, every week there's some new twist in here. Um, you know, and now they're, now it's actually very serious. Now, I mean, it was always serious, but now, like, Michael Cohen is said to be flipping and... Trump went to his buddy at the National Enquirer and was like, send him a message. Um, but, so, back to what we're doing, what we're talking about here. Um, so, the Sony Generals is one that won't go away. Um, uh, and Rudy Giuliani kind of went out, not kind of, he did go on um, well, some Fox News show, I think it was Hannity, and was like, oh, yeah, Trump paid, um, Cohen back for paying out the Stormy Daniels payment. And then Trump was like, no, 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 Giuliani doesn't know what he's talking about. And Giuliani just doubled down and was like, oh, my God, dude, like, we totally know. Um, anyway, so, back to Roseanne and Stormy. Um, so, you know, Patricia Arquette then chimes in and um, it was like, you know, she doesn't represent classy women, whatever. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't get to that part. So the woman was like, basically called Stormy Daniels classless and doesn't represent classy women. I didn't know she was trying to, but what if? So then Patricia Arquette comes in and was like, um, so if, if Stormy Daniels doesn't represent classy women, then Donald Trump represents classless men. Hmm. So there's, you know, some more back and forth. And then Roseanne decides that she's done promoting her show and she can ride to Trump's rescue. Just like she always wanted to, I guess. And um, replies to Patricia Arquette that Stormy Daniels does anal porn. What? I I don't understand where this comes from. Where I don't know, I don't know. Um. So then Stormy, it was like I don't do anal movies. Thank you. Um, and it's all just a big ball of fuckery. Um, I I just don't get it. <laughs> I, I kind of like the idea of a Stormy Daniels Roseanne feud, just because it would be highly, highly entertaining, um, especially if they were forced to move in together for some reason and t- they were forced to coexist. And someone's totally gonna steal this idea from me before I get a chance to write it, and that makes me really, really, really angry. Damn it, Taylor Swift. I'll be right back. Okay, guys, I'm back. And this one isn't filled with as much sex as the rest of the stories because, well, 
I'm trying to keep it clean-ish. Okay, I'm not. Um, but let's talk about Jada Pinkett Smith and Gabrielle Union. In an effort to promote her new Facebook talk show, let that sink in. Jada Pinkett Smith has to resort to having a talk show on Facebook. Now, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, I would love to have my own Facebook talk show. Um, I, you know, it, it's great for people to have. But this is a, a woman who is a major celebrity. She's a, a very big movie star. Maybe not very big. I don't need to stroke her ego. Um, but, but she's a movie star. She has a name. She could go, or she should be able to go to Warner Brothers or, um, um, Sony or, or, you know, one of the networks and say, hey, I'd like my own talk show. Instead, she goes to Facebook. I don't know why either. Um, but anyway, so, so she was promoting her Facebook talk show and I could never get used to saying that. Um... And she revealed to everyone's surprise that she and Gabrielle Union had been feuding for 17 years. If I'm feuding with the guy at my bodega, it is all over my Facebook. Like, who does this bitch think he is? And she was able to keep a feud with a fellow celebrity quiet for 17 years. How does this happen? I want to know. Like, can I have a feud with, I don't know, um, Don Rickles? No, probably not him because I like him. Taylor Swift. Damn it, Taylor Swift. Um, and, and keep it quiet for 17 years. And then when I'm promoting my social media talk show, suddenly reveal it. Will that get me more views? Will that get me a second season? Um, and so people are trying to figure out, like, why in the world they were feuding. Um, and it seems that it all boils down to men. Gabriel Union was a, um, Jada Pickensmith is allegedly a very, very, very jealous wife. And, um, she noticed the chemistry between Gabriel Union and Will Smith in the Bad Boys franchise. Which, just so you know, Gabriel Union is going to be on an, well, uh, it's looking like she's going to be on a TV offshoot of that franchise. So... Um, Jada was a little jealous, which if the gossip blogs are true, I, I'm kind of disbelieving that because according to the gossip blogs, um, and, and not just one of them, they're almost all of them say the same thing, that Jada and Will have an open marriage and that they're bearding for one another. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying that this is what the gossip, gossip blogs say. I have no reason to believe or disbelieve what is being said. But if if that's the case, was she worried that 
um, Gabriel was going to be a better beard? Like, what was her thought? Oh my goodness. This woman could take my place as Will Smith's beard, and I don't want that to happen. And and if that's the case, woman, why are you worried about it? You have two kids with the man. Your your place is probably safe within his world. Um, it 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 really seems to be a ridiculous, ridiculous thing. Not as ridiculous as a Facebook talk show, um, which I'm still trying to figure out how that works and how I can get me one. If you know, send me an email at, at, at author at anderson.com, please, because I really want my own talk show. I'll be right back. All right, guys, I'm back. And I just want to talk about Children of a Lesser God starring Joshua Jackson. Um, me and Mandy went to see it um, the couple days that she, were, that she was here. Um, we also went to my watering hole quite a bit. And as you heard um, from the episode that we recorded together on Wednesday, um, there was a lot of drinking done. A lot of drinking. Mostly by me. Um, but, you know, that's what I've been building my career on, so I guess it's okay. Plus, I'm a writer. Um, so anyway, so we went to see Children of a Lesser God, starring the adorable, incredibly sexy, and just, oh, take me now, Joshua Jackson. Um... I, I really want to be his Airbnb, except never let him go. And that sounded way dirtier and way, way um, more crass than what I actually intended. I, I don't know how to correct that, and I'm not going to. Um, so we went to see it, and, the, you know, I'm a musical guy. I... I kept expecting them to burst out in a song, which would have been really cool, because Joshua Jackson singing would have put my loins on fire. Um, every, every, every actor was really good. Um, Anthony Edwards also stars. Um, but Joshua Jackson really steals the spotlight. How he wasn't nominated for a Tony is a tragedy and travesty. Um... I mean, the man shows his ass, for goodness sake. What more does he need to do to get nominated for one of these awards? Um, I, I have to double-check my my facts here, but I'm almost pretty sure that he's never been nominated for an Emmy. Um, he's never been in an Oscar-caliber movie, so that's a non-starter. Um, and he was overlooked for a Tony this time. The man is talented. He... He does a great job. I mean, some people will say him getting consistent work is is enough. No, it's not. You just stop saying that right now. He deserves recognition. You just stop it. Um, I would love to see him get nominated in anything, for anything. Um, even when he did the cameo on Unbreakable Commissioned, which is Emmy Bate. Like... They just put, um, 
I cannot think of her name. Jane Krakowski. Uh, on a footstool watching paint dry. And they're nominated for a, a boatload of Emmys. So how... How he managed to not get nominated, I'll never know. Um, but the story is very cute if you don't know what it's about. Um, a hearing man um, goes is hired by a deaf school um, to help deaf students learn to speak. And there's one, there's one um, employee in particular that they really want to get to speak in... Um, her name is Sarah, and they fall in. They fall in love, and um, there's a really cute duck pond scene where they kiss for the first time, and you know it's just really super duper adorable. Um, and it's all about their challenges. It's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet thing where, um, you know, the lack of communication is not really an issue for them because he knows how to sign. Um, Sarah chooses not to speak, um, because she has to be perfect at everything she does. Um, and then, you know, throughout, um, they, they experience trouble and whatever. I won't give away the ending, but suffice it to say, Joshua Jackson deserved a Tony nomination. I'm very pissed. I'm going to be writing to the Tony voters and let them know that they were wrong and I should be in charge from now on. Also, does anyone know where I can write to the Tony, um, the Tony committee to, to tell them all that? Damn it, Taylor Swift, this is all your fault. Um, it, I have to run. My movie is being screened, um, today, so I am super duper excited. I want to thank everyone for their support, um, and as always, cheers to another great week. Bye.